Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. This is episode number 99. We are one episode away from hitting the big 100, and after we hit the big 100, I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to think big and act big with this podcast. So guest number 99 could not be more fitting. Guest number 99 is the author of the soon-to-be-released book, his third book, Think Big, Act Bigger, and it's going to be released in September 2015. On the line I have with me, Jeffrey Hazlett, and he is a primetime television host of C-Suite with Jeffrey Hazlett and Executive Perspectives on C-Suite TV. He has been all over the media. This guy has been cited in Forbes, Success, Mashable, Marketing Week, Chief Executive, and many others, including TV like Bloomberg, where he used to have a show, CNBC, Fox Business, and he actually was a celebrity guest on NBC's Celebrity Apprentice. Jeffrey Hazlett also this year was inducted into the uh, 2015 inductee into the Speaker Hall of Fame, earning his CPAE designation from the National Speakers Association. Jeffrey's a good guy who does a lot of things for a lot of people, and he is sort of someone who believes in thinking big and acting big. Bigger, so his book title couldn't be better. Hey, Jeffrey, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Well, thanks for having me. I'll tell you what, this is number 99. We're just going to keep talking to we're the 100th show. That's how big we are. <laughs> That's right. We're just That's not exactly going to end. That's right. We'll make this into two shows, and then you'll steal that 100th hundred, that one. So, exactly. <laughs> hey, I gave you a little bit of a bio, but you know, everybody sends their bio to me, and I read parts of it, but really, why don't you tell us who you are and what you do? You know, I, I, I get described kind of as a global business celebrity because of the things that we've done. We've turned a lot of business into being much like a celebrity, but I'm also, you know, as you know, an author, speaker, as you mentioned. I'm a part-time cowboy. You know, I'm from South Dakota. I like to be, I'm hoping to make enough money to where I can be a full-time cowboy. That's what <laughs> nice. I like to be able to do. Nice. And I just, I just haven't been able to do that yet, but I'm doing my best. I, I hail from South Dakota, where most people only know on a map, but it's a, it's a place that I find very dear to my heart, and I live between there and New York City. Wow, that is must be two different homes that you keep, one in New York and <laughs> yeah, one in South Dakota. Exactly. I, I live on the plains of, of South Dakota where everything's pretty flat, and I live up at a high-rise in New York City, so it is a lot different. Do you wake up in the morning and like look out the window wondering what your view is going to be? Well, usually you, you hear pretty well uh, what, you know, if, you're, if it's quiet back in South Dakota, you might hear the rushing of the river nearby, but, um, but in New York, I hear sirens and cranes, and the city never stops making noise. <laughs> so, Jeffrey, tell us a little bit about the business ventures that you're involved with. Yeah, we have a couple of different companies. We we have the business of me, which is a, in itself a pretty big one with the TV and radio. And that's what we do. We have a, a, a podcast on CBS called Play on Play.it platform, which is called All Business. And, and like you, we, we interview some really great people. And then, um, you know, we have the speaking, and that's a big piece of our business. We have another business called Tall Grass, which is uh, the slogan for that company. If you want to run with the big dogs, you're going to learn to piss in the tall grass. And, <laughs> and so they do uh, PR and social media. And then we have another entity called the C-Suite Network, which is our, our network of, you know, some of the most 
most powerful executives in the world. And with that, we have television, radio, we have a book club, we have conferences, we have an online collective, which is a, a community of all those executives that are $10 million in revenue or higher, and um, at least have a VP or higher on their title. So those are, in essence, uh, the work that we do. Um, our company's Tall Grass, and then I involve myself in some companies on boards. We I, uh, we only work with high-growth companies. That's all we like to work with. We don't have much patience for companies that aren't high-growth. So you do a lot of things. What led you into this world of entrepreneurship? Because you, you started off, you worked for some big companies and did some stuff, worked your way into that C-suite in large companies. What made you make the jump to being, you know, sort of this guy who does things on his own and makes things happen? Well, I did that before. Uh, I've always done that. And then, then I've led myself into other things, which is a natural progression, whether it's, you know, selling some printing businesses, starting a printing business and building them up, selling them, selling other ones, and then rolling a bunch of them up into, you know, a, a couple, $3 billion company and, and then getting that sold. And then, um, or, you know, doing it with a company like Kodak, where I sold the businesses into a company and then went in afterwards and tried to help run it. So, and then, you know, I've always liked to do things on my own. I, I, it was great experience to, to step away for a couple of years and go into the corporate world for about a decade um, where I had a chance to, you know, become a head of sales and marketing for, you know, a $3 billion company or or the you know head of mar head of marketing for you know at the time forty fifty billion dollar company so the the you know my great great experience but I've always been an entrepreneur an entrepreneur at heart and so even if you're inside those big companies I still think you can be a, you know an entrepreneur you're bringing those kinds of ideas you're bringing a lifestyle set up you know a, a set you know life set that you bring to that equation and I think that's been a big part of my success well and you bring up an interesting point because I think a lot of listeners of my show work for companies. I mean, a lot of people have that desire and that yeah. ping to jump out on their own. But let's take a little diversion here. If someone's working for a company, you say, hey, you can still be entrepreneurial. Let's talk about yeah, that sure. for somebody. You, you can run businesses inside of businesses. You can help them, you know, be the growth agent. You can help be the growth spurt inside that company. There's nothing wrong with doing that inside bigger company. And, and you know, a lot of people get hung up, you know, many times I'll see people and they say, well, yeah, I run a pretty big company. It's a pretty big company. Well, you might say a million or two, you know, um, or even a billion. Well, in my world, a billion is not that big. So, uh, but that's not, you know, slamming anyone that's running a small business, right? Because I have a small business now. But my point is, it's all relative. And so, so you know, think about the things that you can do inside of a bigger company. You can go and do those or get the experience, you know. And by the way, it's not easy going off on your own. You, you know that from, all, you know, doing 98 other podcasts that you've done in, uh, in this genre, that, you know, it, it's hard. It's really hard. And it's called hard work because it's freaking hard. You know, <laughs> that's the key point about it. And being on your own is not easy. You know, Fran Tarkenton, I think, is one of the greatest entrepreneurs that's been out there. Of course, he's a great football player, but I think he's a better entrepreneur than he was a football player. Even though he's in the Hall of Fame and he's a great guy. Uh, in fact, I think he's going to the Hall of Fame this weekend um, to help out one of his friends or to induct one of his friends. But, well, when I look at when I look at um, you know uh, being an entrepreneur, Fran Tarkenton once said, and uh, this is back in I think 1985. I remember him just giving the speech. He said, "If you haven't laid awake at night as a business owner wondering whether you're going to make payroll the next day, then you haven't lived." And there's a lot of truth to that. It, it's really hard to do the stuff that you need to do as a as a business owner and entrepreneur. 
So if someone's inside a company, I hear from a lot of people that they just don't think their company, you know, champions entrepreneurship or being entrepreneurial on the job. How can people sort of get over that stigma that they think their company doesn't want them to? Because when I talk to bosses, they dream of their employees, you know, taking ownership and moving forward and trying to grow things. Well, people are asking for permission. I think that's one of the problems. You know, don't ask for permission. Get out there and do it. You know, you know, uh, C-suite executives are looking for people who solve problems, not problem seekers. We, I got enough people who bring me problems. I know what the freaking problems are in a business. Uh, how about bring me a solution? That's what we want. So bring solutions. You know, what you're doing is you're trying to make everything perfect before it goes. Most business owners, most leaders in major businesses, they're wanting people to bring them new things all the time. Not just new ideas, but new ways of doing things and then and, and implementing them, new channels, new customers. So if, if you can do that, just do it. Get it going. And if you can't get it done inside that business, which means they really, truly won't allow that, go find another one. You know, get out of it. <laughs> I, think um, that, I think that's, you know, simple and true. It is, but most people think it's complicated. It's not complicated. Whole life isn't complicated. That's why I wrote Think Big, Act Bigger. Because people, the biggest mistake most people move or most make, most people make, is they don't move. They don't get it done. They don't move. They don't act. They wait for it to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. They wait for the right situations. It's never going to be the right situation. They wait for the right people. Never going to have the right people. Just, I can give you the, there's there's excuse after excuse after excuse. Just start moving. That that. That's the biggest thing about most entrepreneurs is they're relentless. In fact, that's the second part of my book, the rewards of being relentless. You have to be relentless. As an entrepreneur, you have to be relentless. It's, you know, it's the only way you're going to succeed. So, Jeffrey, clearly you like what you do. What is it that you truly love about the entrepreneurial lifestyle? <laughs> uh, because it's me. I get to do whatever <laughs> I want to do. You know, you know this, Tom. You, you, you're out there speaking, and we've, we've been to these uh, seminars or groups or meetings, and people get up and say, you must do it this way in order to be successful. What I try to tell people is you don't have to listen to any of that. You do it your way. Now, is there better ways of doing it? Yeah. Are there smarter ways of doing it? Yeah. Uh, are there dumber ways? Yeah. Are there slower ways? Yeah. Faster ways? Yes. But, you know, the cool thing about being an entrepreneur is you get to do it your way. You know, I, it, it, it is, it's exciting to be able to do stuff when you're done and look at it and say, I did that. We did that. Our team did that. We got that accomplished. You know, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, and every once in a while, you know, it's okay to be able to, to turn to somebody and say, no, I don't want to do business with you. Because <laughs> <You know, laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> you know, that's what it's like to be an entrepreneur is to be able to make your own decisions and do the things that you like to do. I think I know the answer to the next question, just because I can hear it in your voice. But then I always love to ask people, is there anything you don't love about being an entrepreneur? Are there ever days you wake up and think, I wish I still worked for a, you know, a Fortune 100 company and just punched the clock? Well, you know, the, the answer is uh, no, but yes. But here's why. I mean, are there things I miss? Yeah. Hey, you know, somebody says, what do you miss the most about being a, you know, C-level executive of a Fortune 100 company? Well, my company point. I used to have one. Okay? <laughs> I missed that. Okay? All right. I can't afford that. Nor nor can I justify it. Nor could I ever get to a point in my life, quite frankly, you could justify having your own point. Seriously. <laughs> you can't. There's no way. All right? I, I missed the opportunity to have the resources that I had there. Right? Um, you know, you got to understand, Tom, when I used to go to trade shows, I would be greeted at the door at 7 o'clock. I would step out of my door. I wouldn't, they wouldn't even have to knock. I'd step out of my door, and there'd be three people waiting there. They would hand me my, at that time I drink Diet Mountain Dew. Someone hand me a Diet Mountain Dew, someone hand me a fried egg sandwich. 
Then someone started proceeded to walk, and then someone briefed me as we were walking down the hall. This is in my hotel, right? And so, so I'm eating my egg sandwich, drinking my Diet Mountain Dew, getting briefed on where we're about to go, what I'm about to do, and someone is leading us, meaning they've already pre-walked the way of every way that we're going to go to each and every meeting. Now, that's preparation. Now, would I like to have some of those kinds of resources? In a heartbeat. <laughs> now, what I do is I try to teach my team, these are the things I need you to do. Right? And I talk about it in my book, Think Big, I Bigger. I actually use the Caitlin rule. And the Caitlin rule is I had an employee who came to me um, in my small company here a couple of years ago and said, Jeff, we're about to go over and meet with somebody we're about to help him take in public. So we're going to meet with the CEO and we got a presentation. And so she stops by my desk and says, Jeff, should we take color copies to the meeting? And I turned to her and I said, Caitlin, you're brand new here, you're, you're, you're fairly young at this position. So let me just tell you right now, I'll give you a break. You're able to ask me 21 questions during the month. You can ask me the meaning of life. You can ask me uh, where the best Italian restaurant is, the best Chinese restaurant is in New York City. You can ask me, you know, how, what's the best way to get to JFK or LaGuardia. You can ask me the meaning of life. You can ask me, does this dress make my rear end look like? You can ask me anything you want to in the world. Is that one of your 21 questions? And she goes, probably not. I said, well, good career move. Because if I have to answer that question, what do I need you for? <laughs> you know? And I wasn't trying to be you know, mean, but my, my point was, Caitlin, you're a superstar. I hired you because you have the potential to take over this company. You have the potential to be the, one of the biggest stars I've ever met in my life. I only recruit the very best. And yet you're asking me a question that you already know the answer to. <laughs> and if I have to answer that question, I don't need you. My job is to take and hit the mark. That is to, to do the best I can do in the things I need to do. And what I do is present, and what I do is you know do the strategy, and I do this, and I do that. It's not about making decisions about whether or not I need color copies. And by the way, let me ask you this question. Do you have time to make? And she goes, no. I said, then never ask me a question like that again. <laughs> now go away. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, a valuable lesson, but that's what we have to do. So, so when you say, what do you miss the most? What I miss is the ability to have people like that or the ability to have all of that done for me before I had to teach. Now I have to teach it. Okay. Which is okay. I'm all right with teaching it, but I like to have people get to it in a lot faster way. Sure. So Jeff, I have listeners who, you know, I think their desire is to launch out on their own. I mean, it's called Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. If you tune into this show, yeah. you either are an entrepreneur or you have a burning desire to go do your own thing. So what advice do you have for people? Maybe they're working for a company and they want to make that leap. They want to go do their own thing. What advice do you have for people who can go start their own cool things? The, the biggest thing is don't underestimate the, the cash, time, and energy it's going to take. I, I think that's the biggest thing I tell people. Oh, look, I've bought and sold 250 businesses in my career. I've, you know, $25 billion in transactions. Some have won, some have lost, okay? And, and meaning I've made huge successes and lots of money and millions of dollars. And then and at the same time, I've lost some of those too. Never bankrupt or anything like that, but, you know, I've had to go without paychecks from time to time. So I know what that's like, you know? And, and I also know it's harder than what you think it is. So don't underestimate the amount of cash that you will need, the amount of energy it will take, and frustration, you know, and, and time. Because I think that's, that's the thing we overestimate. You know, don't, and the other piece of it, don't just listen to your relatives tell you it's a great idea. Your mom will always tell you she loves you. 
right? <laughs> and even if you drew the ugliest drawing in the world, she'd say it's a masterpiece hanging on the on, on the refrigerator. And, and by the way, they'll do that when you're 40 or 50 years old, too. So <laughs> what you want to make sure you do is get out there and really make sure you can sell it. And the best person that can typically sell it is you, the owner, you, the entrepreneur. So get out there and get your roll up your sleeves, get your get your hands dirty, and really go out there and make those things occur. And if you can do that, and you can do that consistently, then you've got something that's really going to stay. So, Jeffrey, I've got more questions for you, and I want to talk about your new upcoming book. But first... I've got to thank my sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. Podfly sets you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing cool people like Jeffrey Hazlett. For an exclusive offer to the listeners of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, visit their website at podfly.net slash cool things. And they are the company that I work with to produce this show because while I love doing the interviews and I love chatting with really smart people like Jeffrey, the reality is when it comes to the technical side, I might never get it done. And as a solopreneur, that would fall to me. So find a great partner if you want to create a podcast. And I use Podfly Productions. So, Jeffrey, I always ask people at this time, what's something new and exciting or cool that you're doing in your business? And I bet the answer right now has to be this new book. Oh, it's the book. I, you know, we're so excited. This is going to be the biggest launch I've ever done. My first two books were a huge success. My last book sold about a half a million books, you know. So we did, uh, the first book was The Mirror Test. Second was Running the Column. This one, Think Big, Act Bigger. Rewards of Being Relentless was really the first time I could let go and just write the way I want it. But also, we're trying new things. As you know, Tom, I like to do lots of things. For me, it's as much about learning about things as it is making money. Making money is important because that's how we keep score. But but I also like to learn a lot. And I'm learning a lot about the launch and the things that we can do. And we've got some amazing partners. I can't tell you some of the things now, but, but you know, we've got 54 million emails going out about the book that, uh, some pr- promoters doing. We're doing, uh, you know, a multi-city tour. We've got scotch parties planned with uh, one of our uh, big supporters, Glenfiddich. We've got, um, you know, chocolate giveaways. We've got chocolate, um, pri- chocolate yeah, giveaways. Chocolate. How do we get in on the chocolate? You're going to be able to see all this coming very, very soon. So the team is putting it all together, and, and it's, you know what we're going to be doing. A lot of it is going to be word of mouth and a lot of referrals as well. Although we've got. You know, in this book, actually, entrepreneurs are a publisher. So you're going to see full-page ads in the in entrepreneur. You're going to see emails coming out from them, emails coming out from us, emails coming out from all the tour sponsors. We've got, um, you know, uh, we've got, uh, um, you know, as I said, the city tours. We've got ads on TV. We've got ads on radio. Uh, we're going to be in every single airport in North America. So it's just, I'm having a blast. It's just a blast. <laughs> I'm doing, you know, today, I think four podcasts today, just like yours, a couple of interviews. Then I have to do my own TV interview today at, at four o'clock uh, for something else where I'm interviewing uh, um, somebody that's about to make a major announcement out of Europe. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm having a blast, man. So, a blast. So if someone buys this book, and they read this book because like only one in four books, people buy books, but only one in four people ever crack the cover. If they actually get to that step where they crack the cover, they read the whole book, what are they going to walk away with? You know, you got to be an idiot if you buy a book and you don't read it. <laughs> well, they, there you go. they but, say yeah. a lot of them right. don't. <laughs> yeah, well, but I'm okay if you buy, if you, you know, buy, if you're going to buy one and not read it, buy 10 and not read it. There you <laughs> go. So at least you'll stack them up on the, on the course. 
you know what you'll learn is the motivation to get things done. I don't care what it is, whether you're inside the company or outside the company, whether you're running the company or one of them. What you're going to do is get a, a kick in the pants about getting it done. You know, I'm, I'm so tired of excuses. I'm tired of people saying you can't get it done. Most of the time, it's all stories. It's all rant, rant, rant. And so what I want to do is focus on how we get around those things, steamroll those obstacles, and make things happen. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to read it because that's right in line with everything I'm trying to do every single day. So it's called Think Big, Act Bigger by Jeffrey Hazlett, and I assume it's going to be available in all the regular book places. Absolutely. Barnes & Noble will have it, Books a Million, so any major major uh, store that's out there, all, all the independents will have it as well. It'll be available on Amazon. It's, uh, it's going to be an audible book. We just cut the uh, cut the contract for that, so I'm going to be heading into the studio any day now uh, to see <laughs> sit down for three days and just read my book and because uh, I want to do the book myself. Um, and, and so, yeah, you'll be able to see it and on Nook or in, or in Kindle, whatever you want. iTunes, everything. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, so Jeffrey, we could talk about Jeffrey Hazlett and all the things that you do all day long, but I actually think some of the best entrepreneurs, they're observers. They don't just have to talk about themselves. When they talk about things they see other people doing, that's where we get the real nuggets of entrepreneurship. So outside of your businesses, what's something you see someone else out there doing where you think, gosh, they're crushing it. Oh, I see it every single day. You know, and I see it in really small businesses, but I see it in bigger businesses as well. You know, there's a business that I watch and I go, how did this, this, and I almost, I say jokingly, how did this idiot do it? (laughs) But Scotty Vest is a great example of that. He's a guy who was an attorney who does his own uh, TV spots, does his own kind of radio, does his own promotion. He's an attorney by trade. He's kind of nuts. He lives in, in, in Sun Valley, Idaho, runs a business, and he made a business out of making pockets. 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 That's it. Like what kind yeah, of pockets? He's got a travel business, I, I'm, it, and it's called Scott Evest. The guy's name is Scotty Jordan. He's running about a 20 or $30 million business, basically, you know, in a small little town in, in Sun Valley, Idaho, and it, it, it's tech-enabled clothing. That's what he's, he's, he's actually uh, patented the pockets, and, he, and he's got this clothing, which, quite frankly, is very slimming, very cool, with all these hidden pockets huh. inside the shirts, inside the pants, inside the shorts, jackets, vests. I love the vest. So I have, you know, like a vest back in my home in South Dakota, one here, and I travel with one, too. It will hold up to, like, 40 pounds of gear in the vest, <laughs> and you can't even see that I'm wearing it. So I can have an iPad, a computer, my iPhone. I can have chargers. I can have, you know, uh, soda. I can have a coffee. I can have everything shoved in this vest. You don't even know what it is. It's so cool. And this guy is wacko. Not trust me. He's wacko. <laughs> but but I, but he's crushing it. And he's just done a great job. And he's been on Shark Tank a couple times where he pissed off Mark Cuban and a few of the investors because he wouldn't take their money. So, um, you know, he, he's one of those kind of guys. You know? So that's great. And I love it when people tell me things. You know, a lot of people will say like, well, Elon Musk or somebody that's famous who we know. And it's always a good reason well, I know why. Elon. Elon's a great guy. He's a, he's a brilliant guy. And he's, he's, he's up there. I'll be interviewing him here pretty soon myself. But, but you know, but look, I like the small guys. I like the guys you have never heard of. The, the Michael Connors, the John Timmers, the Mr. Pinson. These are the guys that, to me, the Harold Jones. These are the po- folks that, in my life, were inspirations to me. And they're right next to you. Just look 
to the left, look well, to the right. I They're agree. Right there, you can learn valuable. Lessons. I agree, and that's the thing I love when people come up with answers of people I've never heard of, and it's like you know I have to go and, and look at what their product or their services or how they're growing their company. That's exciting. Call, email me. I'll get you. A, I'll get you a code. I think or something to get you something off on it. But you know, but it's worth it. Trust me. Get get the get the travel vest. You Tom, you have to have the travel. Vest. <laughs> what I what I love about it is is whoever thought someone could patent a pocket, but I just I have to go read about exactly. this. <laughs> I mean, what, how nuts is that? I mean, then go watch the guy's commercial. He, he, I'm, I'm telling you, he's freaking nuts, and I know him. He's a friend of mine. That's great. He, 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 he runs around, and, and he, by the way, he makes he makes tech underwear too with po- with pockets, <laughs> underwear with pockets. Now, truly, that is actually pretty inventive. It is and pretty smart when you think about it. How many times you're walking around in your underwear at your house, and you like to put something in your pocket? You got nothing. You got nothing. You know? I, I I had never thought about that, Jeffrey. But now I'm now I'm going to search for the pocket. Underwear. Although it's kind of weird wearing Scott's underwear. That's the problem I have. That's the only problem I've got with the whole thing. That is true. If if you're friends with him and you're walking around in his underwear, that's a little weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, in addition to being great observers, I think the other thing is is that good entrepreneurs like to leave their mark on the world. They don't just want to make the money. So what is it that you do to give back to the greater good? Oh, yeah. You know this, Tom, probably, because uh, it's pretty well known about it. I I'll talk to anybody. Somebody calls me, emails me, drives my team crazy. But, you know, I find time because, uh, one, I got to where I was because somebody helped me. You know, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not the the, the fastest guy. I'm not the richest guy. But I had a lot of great friends as, as I was growing up who helped helped teach me. And and so my my belief is that's what you got to do. You got to give back. So I go back, like National Speakers Association, whenever somebody ever asks me to come and do it, I'll go do it. Uh, charity asks me to do something, I'll go do it. Um, and, and if people call and say, Jeff, I'd like to bounce an idea, now I might you know challenge you a little bit about don't waste my time, get the idea ready, because I'm going to be on you about it, because I'm just, I don't have the time. But but nonetheless, I, I, I usually, you know, I write all my emails, I respond to everybody, I get back to everybody, and it, it just bothers me if I can't even respond to your tweet. I mean, that's how about much it bothers me. So I, I, I do a lot of this stuff myself. Well, and it is true. I met you the first time at the CSP CPA Summit for the National Speakers Association, and just through, like, happenstance, it wasn't like I was stalking Jeffrey Hazlett, I ended up sitting next to you in the bar at night. And for a good hour, you talked to me, but you also took an interest. I mean, you you did push back on some things I was doing with my business, which I like when someone who's really successful asks you what you're doing and this and that. But lots of times you sit next to people and they're like, oh, God, who's this yo-ho? And that was not your take at all. It was yeah. like you were oh, interested. Man, look, we all put on our pants the same way. We might wear different underwear than Scotty's working. But, <laughs> you know, we all – but my point is, look, I, I've, been, I've been very blessed. I've met presidents. I've met prime ministers. I've met – I've met the kings and queens. I've met you know the, the icons of business. I'm in a very small community of C-suit executives and a Fortune 100 officer, which you know more people are professional athletes than Fortune 100 officers. So you know, but we all put on our freaking pants the same way. And and I found there, you know, just like there's a stupid guy in your local town, there's a stupid guy in the company. And 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 I my belief is we're all the same. And I don't care whether you're a janitor, I don't care whether you're the head of the company, you should all be treated the same way. That's one. And we should all want to treat people the same way and be treated the same way. So I don't like cutting lines. I don't like, um, I don't like a lot of things. I don't like, you know, I don't like other people being put over other people. And I, yeah, so when I take an interest, I take an interest. And by the way, you know, I'm going to learn something from you. 
and I'm going to learn something from the other guy. There's, I don't, I'm always looking for the pony that's in there. <laughs> and so that's my attitude. There's a pony in there somewhere. I just got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeffrey, I really appreciate you being guest on episode number 99, the big nine, nine for cool things entrepreneurs do. And if somebody listened to this and they want to find out more about you, more about the C-suite network, maybe more about your book, how do they find you? Well, all they got to do is Google, come on, Bing, whatever. <laughs> you know, look for Hazlet, H-A-Y-Z-L-E-T-T. And then look for anything with C-Suite. That's us. We're everything. We we're, we dominate that hashtag. We dominate that search term. And certainly with Hazlet, um, although there are a few of them around the country, we're all related. But <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the Jeffrey Hazlet. Well, that's great. Well, Jeffrey, again, thank you for being a guest on the show. And for those of you who have tuned in and listened, I know this was an entertaining and fun episode, but I also hope that you got nuggets of information because Jeffrey was just sharing point after point after point. And we're going to be back in a couple of days with episode number 100. And then after that, we'll be back with more interviews with really cool people like Jeffrey Hazlett talking about ways that you can boost your business and learn and grow. But in the meantime, go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast was produced in part by Podfly.net. Podfly, passion for great sounding podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.